Batman universe. Hello and welcome to the Batman Universe podcast, episode 102. Uh, as always, we are your hosts. I am Brian. I'm Jamie. And I'm Andy. And we're back for another week of awesomeness. Uh, great stuff happening on the Batman front. We're very excited. It's our final weekend push until uh, the premiere of Gotham. Ah! I know, finally, it seems like <laughs> <laughs> Fox released I, eight I thought it already came and went. I thought it was canceled already. <laughs> Jamie, to be honest with Jamie you. and I were just saying this morning, they have released more featurettes and <laughs> premiere videos. If you go to the Gotham YouTube channel, yeah. you, there's almost literally five to six new videos posted every day. I think they're as frustrated as we are. Like, just yeah. debut it at, at least the reviews have been good, yeah. which is exciting. Yeah. And, yes. you know, and they're doing like a daily countdown on Fox. So I'm like, at least there's a lot of excitement around it. So I think they're expecting big numbers, and that's great for us as Batman fans. But yeah, it's just just start. I would love to see, I know this is a little bit too late, but it would have been great to see if somebody could have taken everything that's been released on uh, clips of the show and see how much of the actual show you could piece together. Like, just yeah, to see. Yeah, probably. Time-wise, most. actually how much is being left out. Yeah. And there's some uh, some key scenes that are left out. But overall, it's like, I think everybody who's been following this is going to watch the first episode and be like, yep, I already saw that. So on to the next one. Well, <laughs> you know, a lot of people, you know, saw it at Comic-Con. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, that's right. You know, I've been listening to some of the, the Gotham, uh, Gotham-centric podcasts that are out there. Some of them are pretty good. And, you know, everyone just talks like they, everybody knows what's everybody's happening. Already seen everybody's it, yeah. seen the episode. Yeah, everybody who's interested, I think, in some way, shape, or form knows everything that's happening in the pilot. So. Yeah. Well, we're only a few days away, and by the time you're listening to this... It'll be that day. It's that day. Yeah. It's Monday. We're recording this on the Friday before. Um, as long as we're talking Gotham, why don't we jump into Gotham TV news. Um, Jamie, why don't you talk to us about what's happening in New York City? Okay, so New York City, to promote the show, they're going to take over, uh, I guess, that's sort of a loosely uh, used word, taking over or phrase. They're not really... No, nothing else not, is happening in New York today. Yeah, exactly. They are <laughs> they're stopping New York. It. Yeah, they're invading and they're with stopping... With a bunch of penguins with rockets on their back. That's oh, right. Oh, you beat me to it. Oh, dude. buddy. I knew it. Oh, yeah. I knew it. They're going to do a little poll from The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, there's going to be a cameo. Bane's going to show up at the New York Stock Exchange, shut that down, just to make sure that they're not trying to do any business, you know, during this whole deal. It's all about Gotham. Shut it all down. Shut everything down. Shut this off. Shut this all off. So... <laughs> So basically, what? So many franchise references. <laughs> I can't, oh my god! I can't stop. So what they're actually doing is they're gonna uh, release, unleash from their cages forty pen- penguin lookalikes uh, around the city. And so they're—I I don't know exactly what they're going to be doing. Um, they're going to be walking around in probably some of the you know more famous areas, Times Square and. Um, uh, Central Park and and other areas and apparently all their other umbrellas New places, uh, New York places that we don't know because we live in California. I was trying to think of the Grand Central <laughs> Station and I was like, what is it called? The train place. Um, and their umbrellas apparently spell out Gotham, so maybe we'll get a little dance routine, you know, where they end Yes. Hello, my lady. Hello. What is Broadway? Penguin sensation. 
<laughs> Please, let's do it. Uh, maybe they're going to be handing out. Apparently, there's going to be some merchandise. The lanyards, I think that they handed out at Comic Con, right? Um, with the little lenticular, which is really cool, and apparently some sunglasses, which oh, I want we those. want those. Yeah. Please send them to us. <laughs> we love you. Um, and uh, actually, Robin Lord Taylor, who is playing the penguin, will be one of these forty uh, guys walking around. So. And you've got to try and spot. The one. The right yeah, one. Where's exactly. Waldo? Where's yeah. Oswald? Yeah. Is The real Slim Shady. Where is he? <laughs> That's two Slim Shady references. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at that. Well, not one on this podcast. No, but, but earlier in our today, personal lives. Yeah, Eminem, you're still relevant. Uh, and so, Andy, do you want to tell us about? Did you have a chance to check out the that Gotham website? I have not. Okay, well, I've had a very busy week, oh, so that's I cool. didn't check out the website. But this paper in front of me tells me <laughs> that it is interactive, and I can help solve the Wayne murder. You are correct. So that's sir. that's great. Good job. Thank you. You I, nailed it. I almost think you know. <laughs> you guys don't know this, but when we put together the show. Uh, either Jamie or I, you know, tend to write up the uh, the outline or do the logo. Andy does a lot of the, the editing and posting the the show. So we Wraps all have our up. our jobs, right? Whenever Jamie does the outline, it's laced with little jokes and side things. <laughs> and you guys don't get this, but it says uh, we're talking about the Gotham thing. It says Robin Lord Taylor will also be rock walking around New York City doing what? Something evil, probably. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Something evil. My voice comes through no matter what, all right? And I want to make it original. I'm not just cutting and pasting Like here. you've been maybe shot out of a cannon. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but as for the Gotham Interactive website, it's pretty cool. You can kind of uh, snake around and, and investigate the Wayne murder by collecting 23 pieces of evidence, totally interactive site, and according to Jamie's notes, it's essentially a compilation of cool promos slash set photos set to music. But if anything, a great way to screenshot for some cool wallpapers. Darn tootin'. Exclamation point. Just send me the wallpapers. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, I'll do the homework. But it is worth checking out. I mean, I know, it's I think fun. it's been out a little bit, but... But I know. already know who killed the Waynes. It was Joe Chill. This is a whole new show, Andy. Is Anything it though? Can it was it Jack though? Napier. Is it though? It was oh. Edward Nigma. He wanted to suck their brains. <laughs> well, that would be a twist. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie Nigma, just sitting in a chair, <laughs> absorbing brain energy from the Waynes. Uh, well, okay. Do, who do, who do you really think? Do you think that this? As far I feel as like Gotham they've got to go, Joe Chill. I mean, I yeah. think they're going to somehow tie it into a greater arc. But if they if they completely just make up a new assassin, that's going to be. I don't think silly they would. It's it's kind of either. I mean, there's there's been a lot of different approaches. Well, actually, two, right? Yeah, <laughs> really. It's it's Joe Chill, or if you're Tim Burton, it's Jack Napier, or there's kind of the approach where that's one of those mysteries that's never really been solved in Gotham, mm-hmm. and then and that that's kind of been a take that's also played out in the comic books before as well. Is that yeah. they didn't know the name Joe Chill, they never knew is kind of this uh, almost faceless assassin that attacked the Waynes, which in some way is is kind of kind of poetic. In that it could have been anybody. It was nothing yeah. special. There was no, It wasn't arranged. It wasn't orchestrated by anybody. It was just a random happening. You know, speaking to kind of the state of Gotham City. Yeah. Which I think I think that's kind of cool. That's that's what I always liked. About I the think Joe it Chill is, one. but from what, what we've seen of the show, I don't think 
It seems I, like they're I really. Think, yeah. I don't think so either. Because they're, like they're already. Really fo- tr- yeah, they're trying to make it part of some agenda. It was a planned mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And, you know, they already from the pilot you get that. Yeah, they talk about the the Wayne murder being the shockwave over the city, and so it feels like there is going to be some greater character. But you're right. I like the Joe Chill one because it is sort of the everyman in it. Anybody. It's about the evil of Gotham and what it forced. Actually, you know, Joe Chill a lot of times um, has been portrayed as a good man who mm-hmm. was driven to do something terrible uh, to help you know basically him survive in a in a city that's gone totally corrupt. So well, I mean, and but. It, Sending a shockwave through Gotham, I don't think necessarily suggests that it there was a larger motivation or a larger orchestration to the Wayne murder. It could just, you know, I mean, you think about some of the most powerful, influential people in our society today, and if they were brutally murdered in an alley, yeah, that would be huge news, right? Right? I mean, yeah. these are the Waynes; they're good people. He's a doctor, helps people. Yeah, uh, like it was everybody Donald Trump. Trump. Well, you said good people, never mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good Close. influential people. Close. <laughs> right. Plus, you don't have the hair. I mean, the hair, you know, Thomas Wayne doesn't have that, you know. He didn't, he didn't get time. Who would, who would the real life Waynes be? Who would that be? I don't Somebody know. Couldn't. Really good, rich people. Yeah, like really rich, well-known. No one coming to my, okay. the pits. It's, I was going to say it's Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. <laughs> I didn't want to okay. say it, All but right. sadly. I accept They're that. good-looking. They're rich. They help people. And and if they Just were if they off. were killed That's in alley, they would spawn a whole super team with all the kids they got running around now. They so would. It wouldn't just be Batman. It would be the whole Teen Titans. I'm convinced that they already those children really do have superpowers. With the combination of those looks, some sort of mutant power had to have been formed in those children. So. Yes, well, it's, called, it's called money. Lots, <laughs> lots and lots of money. <laughs> I, that makes me sad. That that's. I mean, nothing against those guys, but that's really our Thomas and Martha Wayne. We'll think about it. Okay. What do you listeners think? Yeah, who who would our modern day Martha and Thomas Wayne be? Let us know. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know a lot about Brad Pitt, but. Angelina Jolie does a lot of, you know... No, they're both really good humanitarians. Right. You know, they do a lot, you know, but they're also actors, and that just doesn't yeah. fit the bill to me as far as, like, the... You know, Thomas Wayne is, like, a doctor. He's saving the city. You know, he he's building trains, and Brad Pitt's helping children, but he ain't building trains so to save cities. So would it be, could, like... If he wanted and you're to. You're right, he probably could. Like, Bill Gates and his wife? Like, that kind of thing? That's like, kind of what I I don't know, thinking. like, someone like that? I don't know. Pitt Manor just doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah, he does. Have <laughs> state- Welcome to the pit, <laughs> stately Pitt Manor <laughs> in Cambodia. They're, they're the best I can think of. Yeah, honestly. Well, we'll, we'll give that some thought. Yeah, we've we'll, completely we'll mull it over. off topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I take the blame. <laughs> I do. Sorry, that's a good one. So, should we jump back to movies? Yeah, let's talk, talk. Let's talk BBS. Andy, yes. Take us away. <laughs> Sorry, I just didn't. So. I feel like I shorted you on the interactive website. No, it's so. it's fine. Uh, the yeah, the Batmobile is out screeching through Detroit. Uh, they are filming in earnest, and uh, I think the last time we talked, you know, we finally got the official photo of the Batmobile. But now we have gotten the Batmobile from every possible angle, from above, from below, from both sides, from behind, every which way. So we have really gotten a a pure, full on look of this Batmobile, um, and we've seen it racing around so as we discussed it looks functional it looks like it can kick some ass and go fast which and i i love it like last time we were like you know what we like it it's not quite 
what we hoped or envisioned. But now the more I see it, the more I love it. Totally with you. And what a difference a week makes, right? Yeah. Yep. And I think some of those pictures that were, frankly, the best pictures we've seen that showed up, I think it was the autoblog. Yeah, and, and honestly, better than what Zack Snyder gave yes. us. Oh, yeah. G- good, Loads crisp, high-definition photos of the Batmobile. And I think more importantly, scale. Seeing, right. it, seeing it next to another car, seeing it next to people, seeing it next to a boat. You know, we're seeing, you know, we're getting a good sense of how big the Batmobile is. And I think that's where I was a little thrown off before. Um, and, you know, you, you mentioned in the last show, Jamie, wanting to really see that that silhouette or that side shot yes. of what this thing looks like. And I, now that we've seen it, these really clear, good photos... I'm on board. It's I think beautiful. it looks yeah. like a Batmobile. It I'm, does. I'm with them. Agreed. These spy pics make me like it more than right. the official photos. Yeah. The official photos, I was like, okay. The official well, photo makes for a great wallpaper. Yeah. Exactly. The, but the, <laughs> which we love, which as is you important. guys know. Important. But yeah, the official photo, because it was head-on and low, it made everything look like chunkier than it was. And now that you're getting the, the full wide shot and seeing the whole thing in context, it's mm-hmm. a lot sleeker than totally. it looked. And it's it got looks a great, great profile. Yeah, it absolutely has a great silhouette. Has <laughs> a great As it rolls next to a Toyota Corolla, you're like, no, okay. Yeah. yeah. That thing's awesome. So and, I, and it's one of those where you, you show it to someone and they, they will go, oh, that's, that's, a Batmobile. that's a Batmobile. Yeah, absolutely agreed, 100%. And we've seen it drive, or we've you've seen, there's videos of it driving, so we've heard how it sounds. It sounds fast. Yeah. It sounds That intense. turbine engine it in the back. sounds wicked, yeah. Uh, My favorite video, though, that I of the videos that have been posted that I found yesterday um, is one of them backing uh, it up next to there's because there's two of them right yeah. there's like a stunt version and then there's like right. the kind of show version and they're backing it up very slowly and it's got the truck beep beep <laughs> beep and I'm like if anything it's like I know this is okay guys I know we're not supposed to laugh about this movie no jokes okay but whatever I don't care it's hilarious save, it just the, shows, save the chuckles for Shazam right please. exactly I'll try and reserve them for that but this thing is that big where they're like, yeah, it needs the truck back up. And so I just like to think that them installing that, they were like, this thing's a monstrosity. We need yeah. to warn people when it's backing up at any speed. So I remember no there dies. were stories when Batman Forever came out that that, that fin that was on the top of their Batmobile, mm-hmm. it, it came out to like, it hung like 15 feet or something like oh, that yeah. off of the back of the yeah. car. It was some out, you know, crazy It tore through number. a fence. Yeah. Like when they were turning like it. Like really hard to, 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 to judge. Yeah. You know. So, uh, that, yeah, we it's good we've moved past that because there's, you know, like we discussed already, we, it doesn't have all that flair. But, you know, you see it driving. You see it moving around. It's like this thing is really going fast. It's not some... Just beast that like looks cool but can't do you know we'll see how well it performs later on obviously in comparison to the tumbler which basically can do everything that just about everything uh, short of flying on rooftops uh, that they say <laughs> it can do um, but uh, you know it looks like it'll be, I hope it I hope it is almost as able it looks like we're getting that hybrid right that we were kind of yeah. talking about in the last episode where it's it looks functional mm-hmm. to pacify the the functionality, you know, fans yeah. out there. But it also, to your point, Andy, looks like a Batmobile yeah. to pacify the comic book Batman fans who really want a symbolic Batmobile. Right. So and I think it, I think it's I think it's a good compromise. Yeah, they found a very yes. very happy medium to to check all those boxes. Totally. It actually makes me want to go on that site that uh, that posted some of those pictures and see what people are commenting because I'd love to hear. 
um, what some people who are real car guys are saying about it, and maybe if they recognize performance and Probably, pieces I'm like sure, that. Yeah. yeah, you know, just to get their take, because, you know, I'm coming from just a visual fan standpoint. I don't know squat about cars, <laughs> all right? Let's be real. I'm not much of a man when it comes to automotive know-how, okay? So, <laughs> the, the, the only cars I know anything about have been Batmobiles. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a second seat for a, for a Robin. <laughs> Woo! Woo-hoo! That's good. Oh, did you guys see, I didn't write it on here, but there, I I kind of want to just, you know, poo-poo it a little bit. Just the, uh, uh, family, if, family if I may, sorry about that. Sorry about the, the curse. Uh, but the, somebody tagged Batman and Robin on the side of a train yeah. in the shoot. Yeah, I really? saw that yesterday. Like, the speculation stuff, did you see it, Brian? No. It's, it's not even like, cool writing where you'd be like oh yeah this would be something that maybe in the movie they just have a little easter egg you know like in right. Man of Steel where they had all the easter eggs of Lex, Lex Corp and all that stuff right. no this is just just some idiot that wrote Batman and Robin in black and red on the side of a train and, and people are like well maybe they'll leave it in and I'm like okay if they leave this in if that's a part of it then I will be highly surprised it just looks like crap so you could even, in my opinion, you could barely just, read Robin. Yeah. Like, it was so messy well, and, and nasty. To, and it's such a weird thing. Like I said, I mean, it's it's just for the buzz portion of it. But, I mean, we don't really have to go into it. But I just think it's, I'm like, all right, guys, we don't have to take everything that we see as some sign in the movie. But, you know, here we are talking about it. So I guess, <laughs> I, I guess it worked. So I guess Robin's so movie. So, random citizen, good job. Thank you for announcing Robin and Beaver says. Turns out yes. Scoot McNary is playing Robin. <laughs> I was just waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, Scoot, you're not safe, buddy. You're never safe on this show. <laughs> Wait a minute. Green booties? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, social media. So there's been some fun happening, and I'm sure as, as Batman fans and if you're Star Wars fans, you've seen this play between Zack Snyder and J.J. Uh, Abrams that's been going back and forth. It started, I believe, with Zack tweeting a picture of Henry Cavill uh, with the black robe and the and the lightsaber. Yeah. And it just has kind of escalated back and forth. JJ's latest installment in this uh, epic battle is a video of the Millennium Falcon, uh, the worst kept secret in Hollywood. That, what the hell is an aluminum falcon? <laughs> that, the, that the Millennium Falcon is in episode seven. We've seen many pictures of this now. Um and it starts off as like what looks like kind of this promotional video. It's on the official Bad Robot uh, YouTube channel, and it's panning around the, the Millennium Falcon with the Star Wars music, the John Williams score, and then all of a sudden it kicks into the theme from The Dark Knight. And at first I thought I had my iTunes on when I was watching uh. it, and I was, I'm watching this Millennium Falcon video, and I go, oh, crap. And then I'm, I'm, so I'm trying to hit pause on my iTunes, and then I realized that it's coming from this video as it pans underneath the Falcon and the tumbler is painted to look like a piece of the, the Falcon and is perched up underneath with the, the Dark Knight theme. It is hilarious. Very cool. I, I've, I'm sure that's just for the promotional piece, but in my mind... That's there. That's it's going to be, be there, there from from now on. Exactly. Like that's a part of the build from now on. Yeah. Oh, just to know that the tumbler is that it's there. there. Yeah. That I just Can in my mind if we could I love spot it. it in the movie. Uh, that would be incredible. <laughs> and of course, in my mind, I'm like, wait, that's not to scale, you know? Like, <laughs> I couldn't help it, you know? I'm thinking, wait, would that really fit on that side? And I'm like, no, it's far too big. It's just it's just for fun, you know? But 
of course, the nerd in me can't help but think of that sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, it's just you got to love this banter, man. These guys, two of the biggest franchises in the world right now, and they're just like, oh, we're working on cool stuff. You're gonna like, they're putting some time yeah, into this stuff. They're having, not, they're having fun. They're really yeah, and it's like it's good, high quality stuff. You know, it's yeah. not like just a little quick like throwaway. You know, so we love it. It gets us all excited. You know, all of us nerds can unite underneath the uh, Star Wars. But now they're now they're just trying to what it started with photos and now JJ has uh, raised the bar raised the bar the video (laughs) well I mean Zack Snyder he raised the bar with that picture with the The Stormtrooper the Stormtrooper the man stole the Batmobile I mean that was the next level yeah, so it's like it's it's escalating. I mean, pretty soon I think we're going to get a full feature film with them both in it. I mean, if there's Batman anything... and Luke Skywalker <laughs> yeah. together at last, they can't help it. These guys are creatives and they have power and money. So maybe BVS really stands for Batman yeah. versus Star Wars. Oh, I think that's maybe. confirmed. I think that's uh, <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind at this point that that is absolutely a hundred percent. This Justin. You guys heard it here first. I know we have done a lot of announcements on the show. <laughs> Scoot McNary being the Batmobile. This is the next installment. Uh, um, he's, he's playing Robin, though, now. You're welcome. Yeah. He's playing both. Yeah. We already covered that. Uh, Jamie, if you could talk to us a little bit about uh, Mr. Affleck. I would love to. So, Ben Affleck has been doing his promotional interviews for Gone Girl. And just so happens that every single interview <laughs> happens to... Roundabouting come back, come back to Batman. Batman. Oh, you know, Andy said it the other day. He's like, yeah, 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 Gone Girl. Yeah. <laughs> so about Batman. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Like that's how these are going. If I if I show you my ticket for Gone Girl, will you talk to me about Batman? Exactly. Yeah. So and in truth, I, I'm sure that I mean I was telling Brian, it's great that Gone Girl at least looks like a. It's not a throwaway film. It looks no, like looks it's going to be a great movie. It looks really good. So I'm sure it's easy for him to at least be excited about that too. But the guy's playing Batman. He wants to talk about. Batman, I'm sure, just as much as we all want to hear it. So, at least if people are giving him little questions and like, okay, well, I can't talk about the movie, but he did speak to the similarities of himself and uh, the Bruce Wayne Batman character uh, is in terms of anger. So, I guess he kind of... Um, should I read the whole quote? Uh, I think you should. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, he said, and I quote... <laughs> the the dramatic do, reading. I'll do my best. Ben Affleck. How do you do a Ben Affleck? How do you do a Ben Affleck? Oh, we don't know what his voice is going to sound like. And you know what? I'm going to do it like this then. Do it green. I think it's a necessity historically in the tradition of these films, he said. For me, anger is so deeply buried and contained that when it does kind of come out, it comes out in stronger bursts. I tend to be respectful, polite, get along, put up with, put up with, put up with. Then, when it finally emerges, (laughs) it's not something I have a ton of control over. I'm not going to go into a Wolverine berserker rage, but I do have a... I do. That is an interesting thing that you point out. That is my personality. By the way, that's a character flaw, I think. I should sit down and say, listen, I just want to let you know what happened there wasn't okay. But instead, going, let it go, let it go, let it go. Oh, that's not a big deal. Until I finally just pop. (laughs) End quote. I'm bowing. I'm bowing. That's well done. So I apologize if that sucked, but, you know, according, these guys are all I care about, and they liked it. So, uh, basically, he's just saying, you know, that he's the kind of guy that, you know, Every once in a while, he's he blows up a little bit. I think we can all relate there. I'd like to point out that he this thing is laced with pop culture references. We've got 
uh, Batman, obviously. Uh, Wolverine, he, he even goes so far as to quote the Berserker Rage. What a nerd. Uh, Frozen. Let it go. Uh, let it go three, three times. times. So <laughs> props to Ben yeah. for being on you're top doing, of the pop culture You're game. doing it right, buddy. You're, you're, well, I think he's campaigning to take over the role of Elsa in Frozen 2. <laughs> if Frozen, does, Frozen v. Tangled. <laughs> nothing's untouchable it's gonna be, if he does this right. Look out. Okay. He is he is a, a quadruple threat. Dear Ms. Adele Dossim, <laughs> watch your back. <laughs> Affleck is coming. Adele Dossim. Uh, so t- going back to TV news. Well, wait, I want I oh, to throw, oh. throw yeah. one other wrench in the works before we move on. Oh. Um, Are you going to do a voice? This is exciting. I'm not going to do a voice, oh. but it's something I've seen in, in murmurs out there, and so I'm going to bring it up just to get thoughts. Mm. Um, I've seen a few people say, you know... BVS has been shooting a while now, and they're still shooting, and it doesn't seem to be ending anytime soon. So what if oh, they are shooting Justice League? I see where you're going. Yes. Because so we- a normal, <laughs> normal, normal principal photography on a film is usually about three months. Mm-hmm. They've already passed that. Now, I mean, surely this is a, a, a epic film and, and very involved, and so maybe it's four months and they'll, they'll wrap next month and, and it's all much ado about nothing. But there's been speculation out there that they are shooting it. They just haven't announced it, um, which would explain why we're getting all, you know, why Jason Momoa is already in Detroit, right. even though we've not seen him. You know, like, totally. so I don't know. I think it is possible. I think it would be amazing. Yes. Uh so I don't know. I just wanted to wanted to get your thoughts and and let your geek minds think about it for a bit. Now there was a, a short delay, was there not in the in the filming when Ben Affleck got hurt? Did there he get was. hurt? Yeah, I, I was. Well, well that, it just delayed it the ne- beginning. Yeah, of it was never it truly confirmed because they said, "Oh, he's hurt," and then he showed up on TV two days later, and everyone's like, "He doesn't look hurt." So hmm. I don't know how much of that was rumor and how much was confirmed. He could have pulled a hammy. Yeah, there was the there <laughs> was it off. <laughs> There was the initial delay that they were going to start shooting in the spring, and then they started Summer June. Ish. Yeah, I I'm with you, Andy. I think it's absolutely possible. Um, mind you, difficult to hide when they start getting if they if it's Justice League stuff. You know, it is obviously going to be able. It's going to be difficult to hide um, unless they're shooting entirely on set. But as we've seen with these other movies, the amount of green screen that's used. I definitely wouldn't put it past them. And I think that we were kind of talking about um, the proximity that we think that a Justice League movie would come out uh, post-BVS. And I don't think it'll be super close. Brian, you expressed maybe a year later. I feel like it's maybe a couple years. But I think the bottom line is it seems with the people they're casting and what's going on, and at the very least some side characters coming into this movie – that it's got to be on the horizon if it's happening. Yeah, you know, they, they're definitely soon. getting their pieces in place. You know, they're setting up the chessboard. Yeah. Um, but they they bumped this up to March of 2016. Mm-hmm. They announced a movie for August 2016 that we all thought was going to be Shazam. Sounds like Shazam's not far enough along for that to happen. What if they're bookending the summer, starting in March with Batman v Superman and ending in August with Justice right. League? Stop it. What if? Just saying what if. <laughs> I think my heart just stopped from uh, just hearing you say that. I mean, I think it's entirely possible. Who knows, right? But I, um, if we see a giant seahorse on set, we'll know what's up. If it's purple. I can't wait. Definitely. <laughs> 
Please do. <laughs> uh, I I think I do. I I don't think it's going to be that same year. Um, that's just my personal gut feeling. Yeah. Uh, maybe, but um, if if I would guess they they could very well be shooting part of Justice League now. And then, uh, but I do think the year after. I think if you look at the way a lot of studios are, are treating these tentpole films, the way you know Marvel is is kind of doing two a year, and they're cranking out big, iconic tentpole films each year. Star Wars is now doing the same thing, you know, with the spinoff films, whatever they may be, and their episode films. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that we'll get Justice League the very next year. That's yeah. that's my personal yeah. feeling. What do you, do you guys think they would go for? I mean, obviously they're trying to really kind of blaze a new trail, if you will, uh, to make their name in the comic book, bring back their reputation, DC and Warner Brothers, that is, uh, in the comic book world as overall storytellers and not just guys who can tell a Batman story. Well, they're uh, taking TV by storm. Yeah, so do you feel like a, their studio would have the wherewithal to say yes, let's release this movie that soon after without promoting the hell out of it. For I mean, obviously, we're, they'd have all the backing of, of Batman v Superman with Wonder Woman. I mean, you've got all the, the major, probably the most popular players in the, in the team right there being promoted fully. But to go and, and release a movie so quickly after without all of that, you know, I just feel like the, the marketing people would just be like, no way! Like they yeah. would be the one. And to I put think the that's that's a it. very very valid point. Like like, yeah. would they want to release something as large as Justice League and not have a year yeah. or more to hype it up totally. instead of the five months between the two films? Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a totally good point. Um, that's why I'm kind of with you. I don't necessarily think it will be that August film. Yeah, but it could be, it and that's why be. it's like I d- love the idea. Yeah, like would they want to make that big of a statement? Yeah, or cooler heads prevail business wise where they're like no let's let's give ourselves the time to, to build well, it up and, and have a, a huge tentpole the following well we, yeah. we know Aquaman is in the works yeah we know Shazam is in the works have we gotten any confirmation on Wonder Woman N- nothing concrete uh, uh, oh her own movie just that just yeah. that it's in the works as right. well but yeah so my guess is that it would we'll probably get either Wonder Woman or or Aquaman in 16 that'll be that second film uh-huh. and then I would I would guess we'll probably get Justice League in 17 uh, paired up with the other one whether it's Aquaman or Wonder yeah. Woman or Shazam yeah. right. depending on if they if they want Shazam to be a part of Justice League which I imagine they probably will yeah yeah it's a very. I'm glad you brought it up. Time will tell, but it's it's topic. just a yeah. fun geeky thing to to consider. I'm like getting overwhelmed just the idea that those two movies would come out that close to one another. I mean, <laughs> I'm already freaking out about Batman v Superman. I mean, the idea, <laughs> we are so far away. It's so far. Yeah. It is so. I keep forgetting. It's so far away that I keep thinking, oh well, next year, and then I'm like, nope, two years. Ah, it hurts to I think know, about that. I know. Considering, I mean, we talking about Abrams and Star Wars. You know, that is much closer. Yeah, than yeah. We get much closer, to, and we know almost nothing. And we know almost nothing. We've seen almost nothing. We know the tumblers in it. So yeah, we know the tumblers in it. We've got that inside scoop. But it, as far as you know, all the stuff that we've been seeing for Batman v Superman, it feels like it's coming out a lot sooner, and it's not. Uh, so, but yeah, thank you for bringing that up, man. That's. Interesting food for thought, and yes. I think it's totally doable. I just don't know. I don't think it's the the feasibility of it. I just think 
Yeah, I don't know if they the risk factor. You well, especially because ba- BBS is going to have so many of those core characters already in it. Um, I feel like they're going to want to wait for audience reaction. Like, yeah. pretty, pretty, some major feedback. I think they'll want at least one buffer film to introduce some more core characters for Justice League. Because mm. I think they, they do want people to be aware of who the characters are. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's just smart. Right. Yeah. right. Whoever, so we'll get Wonder Twins in August. Right. Good. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be good. Dude, Thanks, wa- Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> They they can do the water effects perfectly now, so I mean it's just it's gonna be dreams beautiful. do come true, guys. Somewhere out there, a CG gerbil is being created. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so we mentioned TV. We talked about Gotham. Uh, there is some some breaking news just today. Uh, Supergirl has been confirmed and picked up as a series uh, by CBS. So we know we're getting uh, Supergirl. Uh, let's see. Uh, Flash and Arrow debut the first week, or, or Arrow's into season three, uh, the first week of October, as well as Flash debuting with their season one. That's not Batman news, Brian. I know that, but we're all Justice League. It's all, we're talking just, DC, right? You threw it at me at one point, well, and it's, I'm throwing yeah, it right back at It's you. when it's convenient for him. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I want to talk about it. Real mature. Look. Just like me doing that <laughs> voice right then. <laughs> Continue on. Yeah, it's all leading up to the news I'm about to deliver. It's it's about t- oh sure DC Segway. taking TV okay. by storm. Now I'm segueing into <laughs> the Teen Titans show. Great excuse. Thank you. Very well crafted. <laughs> this is something we as friends have talked about for a long time. Dick Grayson Nightwing has not gotten his his due uh, in in any media. We haven't seen Dick Grayson in a long time outside of maybe uh, Young Justice, but in the in the live action realm, we haven't seen him since Chris O'Donnell. Uh, so I think we are excited. For nice Nightwing. work, O'Donnell. Yeah, You're poisoning that well. Yeah, way to go, buddy. <laughs> it was definitely your. I want a, I want a Robin signal in the sky. Yeah, screw Stupid. you. It was your fault, clearly. It was all O'Donnell. Like <laughs> Schumacher had nothing to do with that. Right? I can't get on board this train. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was he was pretty good. O'Donnell and Forever was fine. He was O'Donnell fine. and Batman and Robin. The suit in, in Batman and Robin was, it, was, it was cool. cool. It was basically New 52 Nightwing yeah. with nips. Yeah. You know. Lose the nips. We're, we're pretty good overall. And a cape. And yes. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. All <laughs> that said. Off. But uh, it looks like this new Teen Titans show we're, we're very excited about. Uh, we weren't expecting this. It came out of nowhere. Uh, uh, Variety is reporting and that uh, Teen Titans will be a show for TNT. Um, and it's going to star Dick Grayson as Nightwing. So uh, the idea being that he is now uh, grown up and left Batman as Robin. He's kind of becoming his own man and forms his own team of heroes that will include uh, Starfire and Raven and probably some other some of the other core cast from Teen Titans. Maybe a Kid Flash. Uh, probably won't be called Kid Flash. Uh, Might be an I, Impulse. Yeah. 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 It could be Impulse, yeah. yeah. Um, executive producers of the show will be Akiva Goldsman and Mark Hames. And if you are familiar with that name, Akiva Goldsman, it's probably because you heard his name attached to Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. So not one he's probably advertising to the to the whole yeah. one. From the writer Batman Forever and Batman and Robin comes Teen Titans. Something that we hope won't suck. Yeah. yeah. I'm I, actually super excited about this. I am too. Oh, I yeah. am too. Absolutely. As I mean, we we all share. We're huge Dick Grayson fans. We're huge Nightwing fans. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of, of the Titans. I think that the books are great. So 
as much as I dislike the scripts that Goldsman wrote for those two films, I am rooting for this project so hard that I want him to pull it off. Yes. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt because I want this to be good so badly. Well, and, you, and, and you mentioned it. Uh, this show will not be called Teen Titans, but rather just Titans. Titans. And to be fair, executive producer doesn't exactly mean screenwriter, director. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Tim Burton was a producer on Batman Forever as well. It's true. Right, yeah. Exactly. Executive so. producer. Yeah. Doesn't mean always. It mean doesn't mean he's going to take Schumacher's script and be like, "How do we make this?" You know. So yeah, yeah let's <laughs> let's calm down. I think the 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 era of those kind of movies or those shows is oh, pretty well over. I and think. now with the 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 brain trust over at WBTV and what yeah. they're doing with yes. Arrow and Constantine and Gotham and. I think that they will. They will be consulting. They will be very yes. active with the development of the series. No but doubt about it. I do want to just take score real quick. Uh, Arrow and the Flash are on CW. Yeah. Constantine's on NBC. Yes. Supergirl, Supergirl just got picked up by CBS. Gotham. Uh, Gotham's on Fox. Yeah. And now Teen Titans for TNT. So you're right. DC TV is insanely huge and continues to grow and, and that's an exciting thing go for ahead, us. Go ahead and try and not watch a comic book show. Yeah. The, the, I challenge you. The only, the only <laughs> network not carrying a DC show is the one that is connected to Marvel. <laughs> and who knows, you know, they may uh, they may play a little column A, column B, you know, they may may, may come over. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's crazy. It's fantastic. It, it actually stresses me out a little bit thinking about how many comic book shows I'm going to be I watching. I don't have a DVR. So I, that's got to end. Once these start coming out, I mean, I have to have a Welcome DVR. Welcome to 2014. I know. Yeah, come on. On demand come is on, not man. working. It's not good enough. Honestly, I don't even know how you do it because I... I miss if, a lot. If it wasn't for the DVR, I don't think I'd I ever tr- watch I truly miss all. a lot and that's that's got to change. Something's got to yeah. change. So speaking of that... So speaking uh, of executive producers... Yeah, and speaking of, <laughs> of uh, yeah, them maybe may or not having a large role. Well, in this case, we hope they have a large role because Bruce Tim is rumored to be... Well, I guess, is it announced? I no, this is official. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's official. There's going to be a um, digital series released online for Machinima or through Machinima uh, for a darker Justice League animated series style show. Uh, titled Justice League colon Gods and Monsters Chronicles. So it's said to uh, revolve around newly conceived reality in the DC universe where Justice League members Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman are much darker versions of the superheroes that people know. Uh, that's a quote via Variety. Uh, but basically talking executive producers, yeah, Bruce Tim is executive producing this show, and we hope that he is putting his stamp on it because we all love it. We love so, Bruce Tim. Yeah, he's fantastic. More of that, please. It's perfect. You know, it's great to see them trying out a digital series as well. It's a three-parter, so it's, you know, it should be really easy to follow. And, um, yeah, again, it's just like, yeah, so your TV's not safe. Your internet's not safe. Um, (laughs) The movie theater. Yeah, the movie theater. And your video games. Yeah, exactly. So No matter where you go. If you don't like comic books, just quit. Just go ahead. Just and quit, quit life. Yeah. Just go ahead and <laughs> go move to a des- deserted island. <laughs> yeah. And enjoy the sand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've said it before. This is the the golden era of the fanboy, and it's getting bigger girl. and bigger. So we're talking about bubbles, the bubble bursting. Yeah. Uh, I think that we have our evidence right here. The bubble it, keeps it, growing. It's growing and I growing. Mean, it's got plenty of room. Well, I mean, there's so many things, in, even you know, in development. I mean, the the Walking Dead spinoff, and I mean, there, there's so totally. many. If, if you're into that, you know, kind of genre, general geek culture, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's everywhere. Doctor Who, a show that's been on for sixty years, is bigger than ever. You know, I mean, it's just there's something for everyone. It's fantastic. It's so. it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's us as fans who reap the benefits of all of it too. Yeah, yeah. well, and the fans are the ones that are are making these things. Yeah. They're yeah. all grown up now, and we're gonna do what we want. Yep, and you grown's up, and you grown's up, and, and you're grown's all grounded, <laughs> grounded up. Okay. Uh, merchandise collectible news. Uh, if you guys remember way back uh, when the Dark Knight Rises came out, uh, Under Armour released a, a, a flurry of paraphernalia themed to the Gotham Rogues football team uh, that showed up in the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, you could buy T-shirts and hats and all that kind of and jerseys, all that fun stuff. Um, well, now in honor of football season coming back, we're now into uh, week three. Uh, Under Armour has brought back the Gotham City Rogues uh, T-shirts. So if you are into that kind of thing, uh, and if you're listening to this podcast, we'd like to think that you are. Um, maybe not the football. Maybe not the football so much, but uh, <laughs> but we know but you like the Gotham Rogues. Hang out with your friends that do like football. You can still <laughs> represent your, you know, let your your flag wave. Right. You know? If if the Gotham Rogues is literally the only football team that you know <laughs> and it is then and we are friends with you already then this is the <laughs> website for you go rogues you can hang out with your sports fan That's, friends I, I only have Gotham City rogues players in my fantasy football it's not going well <laughs> <laughs> we support you, Andy. We Considering don't most of them fell into a pit. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> that too soon, man. Too soon. Sorry. That feels harsh. Come on. Lost a lot of good guys. This is and a mayor. Drop a beat. And a mayor. Yeah. Jeez. He didn't really get that much. I mean, I guess there was a lot of fallout. So yes. let's not talk about that right now. So, <laughs> a moment of silence for the mayor yeah, of Gotham. That was a planned moment of silence for the mayor and Rose Paul <laughs> in, in the Gotham City Rogues. Yeah. But he moved to Bates Motel. He's doing okay. <laughs> He's in the witness relocation uh, hey. and, and getting involved in murder at Bates Motel. There's, so There's a silver lining. You know what, Nestor? We love you. You got it, buddy. You're, you're killing it. Good job. Um, another uh, DC... <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's try and keep things on track. Uh Forget that. Nope. Uh, other DC collectible news. If you love the black and white Batman statues like we do, then you will be excited for another uh, edition, this time designed by Dave Johnson with a sculpt by Matt Bouillard. I believe that's how you William pronounce William Cube, I believe uh, that's how you say it. <laughs> a new entry into the black and white Batman uh, statue collection. So check that out. It's a very cool sculpt. Uh, I dig it. I love that. I love that whole line. I think it's been uh, really awesome to see how different creators take on Batman and design him. It's a very dangerous line, though. I mean, you either have to... I have one, and I'm leaving it at that. Because the second you get two... Say goodbye to any savings. I think they're about 60 bucks a piece. Yeah, some of them 70. They're high. And they're worth it. But but in the in the if, if you're into collecting statues, which you know if you're going to be buying anything from sideshow, you're looking at two hundred and fifty, yeah. you know, or a hot toys. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, but th- those are pricey collectibles. So sixty dollars by comparison. I know Jim, this is where Jamie's going to get on his no. I'm high just horse. no. I'm just saying they're perfect because <laughs> they're perfect. It's very smart because right. they're just small enough. They're about seven inches tall. Yeah. Tank. The yeah. other ones, the sideshow collectibles, that's like a centerpiece deal. You can buy one and and you can be okay with getting one. That's I a think. commitment. Yeah. But every year I I go to Comic Con and see that the the Poison Ivy and this year they had the Michael Keaton Batman oh, yeah. and yep. and the the first Batman they came out with and the I mean it, those are beautiful yeah. beautiful statues but they are a commitment to yeah. space to your point yeah. you just clear that 
clear your desk computer and all and just put that thing right get out of here pop vinyls (laughs) i don't need any of this anymore i got a pit bull now (laughs) (laughs) totally back to the future irrelevant (laughs) come on it feels right andy do you want to talk about our scribble knobs yes wrapping up merchandise things that are are small and more affordable Uh, the scribble knots unmasked minifigures uh, are releasing a Series 6 in blind boxes, and this includes Wonder Woman, Deadshot, Poison Ivy, and more. And many more. And many, many more. Th- that's kind of a little... I mean, they're more affordable, but that's a pit, too. With it the is, whole, well, because of the blind boxes. The blind boxes. It's evil. How many pounds do those cost? Pounds? Oh, each? Yeah. Oh. Um, the conversion carried the two. I believe it's about uh, $600. That's I may math may be wrong. Yeah, no, I, was uh, I think it's 10,000 rupees and uh, <laughs> potentially about six euros if my conversion's proper. Well, this has been a great show. So I, wow. I, I think, so, wow, guys. We kept, it, we kept it a little more serious this time, right, guys? No, maybe not. Well, at least, at least it was nice and focused. Yeah, exactly. We, d- we didn't stray far at all. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Andy, really quick before we get into the, the outro. Uh, so next week we're, we'll be able to uh, talk to you guys about the premiere of Gotham. We w- all will have seen it by then, even though we all feel like we have seen it now, but we can talk more in depth about Gotham. And being that we're recording today on September 19th, I think we need to wish a very special happy birthday to TV's Batman, Mr. Adam West. And to Brian Crosby himself. A close second to Adam Thank West. You, yes, Thank happy you. birthday to you. We do Cross. share a birthday. Is yes. today you share a birthday with Adam West? I do indeed. I'm just yeah. learning this. I know. Well, that, crap. I was, forgot it too. It was I, I knew Adam West. I mean, That's what you get for not being on Facebook. I had to have no idea. That's exactly no what idea. I told him. <sighs> In the spirit of Family Guy, do you think Adam West's parents? <laughs> Never mind. I was gonna. I was gonna make a reference. <laughs> Come on, We're like, you're in it. Let's you're in it. make a mayor. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, it, it was a stretch, but that, this is the podcast for that joke. Do not <laughs> sell yourself short. If there's a place for it, it's here. Okay, so appreciate it. Happy birthday. Buddy. Happy birthday, Crosby. Happy birthday. Thank you, and happy birthday, Adam West. More you and you and Adam West will go yeah. bowling later and celebrate each other. Um, that would. <laughs> That sounds That's oddly <laughs> erotic and awesome. All I want, right. all I want for my show. <laughs> I know you say it to me usually, but... Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, happy birthday, Adam West. Happy, happy birthday, Brian Crosby. Happy birthday. And anybody who's listening, if it's your birthday, too, uh, happy birthday uh, Jimmy, to you. Jimmy Fallon is also... He turned 40 today. And Jimmy Fallon. Whoa. No Batman connection. Are we going to start doing birthdays or no? No, no just this one. If it's related to Batman. Okay. It's related to Batman. Yeah, Jimmy okay. Fallon is... He rumored his Nightwing for BVS anyway, so that... You heard it here out. first. He's got my vote. He'd be, <laughs> he'd be a hoot. <laughs> he'd be, he'd be he would a, not line a up delightful that hoot, he would, as Dick Grayson. A hoot, indeed. <laughs> would not in line with that uh, no-jokes policy, but, you know. Lighten, thing, may not lighten be a, things up for the wine. may not be such a wide brim, that one. Yeah. All right, well, there you go. That wraps up episode number 102. That felt great. Of the Batman universe. <laughs> I loved it. There was a lot of you good You know news. what? I'm retired after today. This is it. It's <laughs> never, we're never going to top it. Forget a great it. ending. Forget it. Uh, so, uh, again, thank you for joining us. As always, thank you for downloading the show. Uh, make sure you do check out all the other podcasts in the Batman universe, and you can find those all at thebatmanuniverse.net. Uh, also, if you can never get enough Batman, also please check out the other podcasts uh, that, that we appear on. Holy Batcast. 
Um, but again, thank you as always. So on behalf of Jamie, Brian, and myself, Andy, this has been the Batman Universe. The Batman Universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham.